0: Welcome to Frickity Frack, We Do Talk Back. Thank you for joining us in our fifth episode. Hello, my name is Jeff and I'm Frick. Hello, my name is Patrick and I'm Frack. Frickety Frack, We Do Talk Back will be a show airing once a week where we will discuss different aspects of fandom and how they relate to the gospel. For the first part of the show, we'll be going through the first season of My Hero Academia, and how we see lessons from the episodes that connect to teachings in the Bible. Just as many of you are, we are also fans of other things as well. So when you get through the so when we get through the first season of My Hero Academia, we might change things up and go in a different direction and look at comics, video games, movies, or other things that we are fans of. Uh, and we got the name for the show from our father who dubbed us frickin' frack since we were birth. All right. And so we're on to the fifth episode of My Hero Academia. Oh, entitled, What I Can Do for Now. So the episode opens up with Midoriya meeting with All Might as he's about to start UA, and Midoriya thanks All Might for getting in, and All Might lets him know, the only reason why you got in was because of him. He pulled no, no strings to get Midoriya in to UA. Midoriya got completely in on his own. Midoriya also does bring up Uh, about his power and how it just completely annihilated his body. He had no idea that that's what was going to happen. All my does inform Midoriya that he knew it would happen and that Midoriya is going to need to learn control for him to truly wield one for all. And so if it jumps in time to April, when Midoriya is going to begin his career at UA, uh, it's informed. We're informed that one in three hundred people who applied for the Hero Academia course at UA got in, and Midoriya is in a is in class one A. He also finds out and laments that Bakugo and Ida are in the same class as well. Bakugo makes it clear that he thinks Midoriya cheated to get into UA, and that Midoriya does not actually belong we are introduced to uh, shouta Aizawa, who is going to be their homeroom teacher and they're supposed to go to a full school orientation but instead Aizawa takes the class 1a to a quirk ex- quirk assessment he advise he tells them their entire lives they've been doing these standardized exams and not and been been told not to use their quirks However, that's not going to get them to their fullest of their ability. And as a part of the hero course, he's not bound to a particular curriculum and he's allowed to teach as he sees fit. He lets them know they have three years to become a hero. So they're going to get, be given eight tests and the lowest student after these eight tests is going to be expelled. Uraraka speaks up and she lets Aizawa know that uh, that's not fair and Aizawa very plainly speaks back to her and says, life's not fair. So they begin to go through the five exams. They go through five exams and Midoriya, again, he has no control over his quirk. So he has not been using his quirk at all because if he does it at the wrong time, it's going to completely ruin him for the rest of the exams, for the rest of the, the trials. So he gets to the fifth trial, which is tossing a baseball. And Midoriya thinks, you know what, this is probably his best shot at using one for all. And he very clearly is in last place because everybody else has had at least one score that was outstanding, and he's had none. So Midori begins to throw the baseball. His arm begins to glow as he's accessing all for one. One for all. All One for all, I'm sorry. Uh, And then then Aizawa makes his, debuts his power, which is Erasure, canceling out Midoriya's uh, one for all and revealing himself to be the pro-hero Eraserhead. Aizawa chastises Midoriya, saying, just berating him, asking him, it's like, are you going to rely on somebody else to save you? Just for one throw, it's like you can't. You're not going to be a hero with that. It's like your power. You're too reckless. This is not going to work. You're you're going to you're going to be a hindrance on the field, all because of and for just one punch. So Izawa no longer stops using his power, and Midoriya gets the throw again. So Midoriya and hit. True to his nature, he rises to the occasion and he focuses one for all in his index finger and hurls the ball like a rocket. And he just looks at Aizawa and says, I'm still standing. And so a couple of uh, characters that we get introduced to, one we see in general, we don't get introduced to all of Midoriya's classmates. That will come with time. Uh, But the... Big character introduction that we get is Izawa, Eraser Eraserhead. Uh, he's going to be their homeroom teacher. And we also see a little bit of a couple of his classmates, uh, uh, Sue Asui uh, in particular, uh, and then... Um, and I think that's really it. I think those are the only ones that we really get a whole lot of new of the new students anyways. Uh, but like I said, in the coming episodes, we're going to, we're going to get introduced to a lot more of his, of his classmates. Yeah. Almost all of them speak up in some form of fun form or fashion. And, um, and then when the episode during the cork assessment, when one of them does like a, a big spotlight moment, uh, the voice, ac- the, the character of present Mike says the person's name and their quirk. Um, and, and that's actually a, a common thing throughout the entire show that uh, present Mike will do this. Um, and so when one of them has kind of like a spotlight moment, they do that. Like he did it for a um, uh, Tenya, Ida, Uraraka. Uh, did he do Bakugo? Yeah, he did. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else he, he did that for. I, I know he did Ida, he didn't do Asui. Um, really, anyone else. I think that's it. Um, yeah. and so, but like, Again, it's mostly the characters that we've already had more exposure to. And especially for you fans out there that are big fans of Midoriya's classmates, those characters are going to get their time. Uh, and they'll be introduced. And we'll spend more time on those characters as they get their proper introduction. Uh, but like I said, they introduce a little bit and you get to see them a little bit. and uh, But the rest of them will get their time to shine. And that's when we'll kind of focus on those characters introductions um just pretty pretty much all of or a good portion of his classmates all have a pretty special moment at some point during season one um so or the or pretty close to all of them yeah uh so for me one of the interesting thing that that happens it happens in the beginning of the episode uh, where All Might talks about passing the torch to Midoriya. And it's also in this time where he's talking about, uh, you know, you've got to learn control over um, uh, one for all and, uh, and all of these things. And so that way he can be the best hero that he can be. But one of the things that I love that All Might does is that uh, while they're running away from uh, people trying to get All Might's autograph, um, you know, he kind of has this great moment where he's thinking about how, you know, I cannot, he, he really can't wait to see Midoriya, uh, take control of one for all and use it to the fullest of its ability and to be an even better hero than he is. And that, and he'll even get to retire, uh, from that. And, you know, I think that's kind of interesting that he even thinks that I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to have a life where I could retire. Um, uh, and so that's just, you know, really kind of cool. And we've, we've talked about the passing of the torch, especially in the biblical sense, uh, uh previously and, and other episodes. So I, I just want to, uh, you know, just kind of touch on that and, and not necessarily in the biblical section, cause we've, we've covered this, um, extensively, mm-hmm. but I just want to know that this is, this is, this is an ongoing theme, especially when all Might plays a, a heavy role in the episode. Um, that something like this will kind, will kind of be a central theme of what All Might is doing and, and is part of his character. Um. For, for me, one of the things that I really liked about this episode was just the quirk assessment in general. You know, it's... Izawa makes it clear, this like, hey, we're in the hero course. I'm not really bound to any particular curriculum. I get to teach this class as I see fit. And you know what, most of you, there's probably one of you here, he's thinking it's like, probably ain't up to snuff. So let's just go ahead and get rid of you now. And we're going to do this assessment. And you now no longer have to hold back, you no longer have to uh, cater to standardized tests of being less than what you are. Let's, we're going to do these eight tests. And use your quirks as much as to the best of your ability. So it's just really fun to get to see the kids like really cut loose and use their quirks to the full to their full ability. And then not only that, use them in creative ways. Cause you can't always, you know, it's like for instance with Ayoyama with his navel laser, you know, he gets creative with the 50-yard dash or the 50-meter dash and And so instead of just running, what he actually does is he turns backwards uh, from the starting line and shoots a naval laser out from him and uses that to propel him to the other side of the, uh, to the track. So instead of actually running, he just blasts himself to the other side. Uh, So Bakugo does something similar with his explosion. He puts his hands behind him and uh, shoots off explosions. Yeah. And, to me too. It's also, is it really cool to see Uraraka just, you know, demolish, uh, Bakugo and Midoriya and the baseball toss. Cause she got literally an infinity score. Uh, Cause <laughs> she just took the gravity off the baseball and it floated away. And it's like infinity. Yeah. Um, I love that. And I actually was impressed by Mineta. Uh, and we'll get more to him later, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. But he did. He did awesome in the, the what was that test called? The, the, side, the side, side to side to side. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if, you know, just as you were saying in the the synopsis of the episode, um, each person kind of gets a moment to shine, and uh, Manetta's was this one, and um, so that was kind of you need that. He, he got to do that and have his moment to shine, but it's also like, uh, how did Manetta get in the one a class? You know, it's just, uh, yeah. anyways, that's, that's a, there's a, there's a lot of discussion about Mineta on the internet uh, for any number of reasons and none of it usually positive. <laughs> yeah. That's also very true. And I do also want to point out in the quirk assessment that uh, Bakugo and Midoriya got can- uh, nearly identical st- scores in the baseball toss so uh, I just love that because they're, they're, they're the rivals of the show like they're the two main protagonists and they're rivals and so I just I just absolutely love that for that particular exam where Midori is actually going to use one for all, mind you and he also only uses his finger uh, they get virtually identical scores so I just personally I just absolutely love that yeah. Yeah, uh and so this episode also had some really funny comments and it's, my my favorite part about the humor is that it's always kind of uh under so subtle and like you really have to be paying attention to catch some of these jokes like I mean so I, I watched this episode again in preparation for um uh recording this episode and and so like I mean I mean I'm like writing notes and all these things and, and paying attention, and then all of a sudden I'll I'll catch it because I'm I'm zoned in on the episode. And two of them are, uh, the first one is when All Might is with Mondori on the beach, and he says, uh, "And now's the time we run because they he's been spotted as All Might." and he's going to mm-hmm. get swarmed by fans. And that just chuckles me, makes me chuckle because it's, it just speaks to the skill level of the voice actor uh, of all my – that his regular, like, you know, weak form is so different from his muscle form. And it's almost – and his vocabulary is almost different too – Mm-hmm. And it's just well, he even alters his he like he even alters his voice. Yeah, yeah. So like, so this is, the, this is what I was trying to say is that the voice actor changes his voice for muscle form, all might to uh, weak, non muscle. I can't remember what is, he actually calls his for, his form, um, but I, either way, he um, it's uh, uh it's thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, to to see that and and have him run and talk like that, it was just funny. And then the second was um, De- uh, Deku, soon, well, soon to be Deku because they'll they'll eventually get episodes where they'll talk about their hero names. But Midoria uh, says, you know, his mother asks him, "Like, now, did you pack more than just action figures?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh gosh, that's funny." Yeah, yeah I, he's, he's a I honestly don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly didn't remember that. Like, I re, like from when I originally saw the series, I totally remember. Still to the to watching this episode, I remembered that when Midoriya and All Might meet on the beach, you know, Midoriya kind of outs him as All Might in his in his regular form, and uh, then he causes him you know, then he turns into his hero form and it's like, Oh, that is actually all And he's like, yeah, now we run. Uh, I did not remember Midoriya. Midoriya's mom telling him, it's like, I hope you didn't pack just action figures. And that I totally, absolutely love that. Totally had missed that from previous viewings of this episode. Um, and because on all Odyssey that wasn't too far off from when we were kids especially when we were going on vacations most of oh, our yeah. backpack was actually action figures not anything useful Nope, mm-hmm. like you know toothpaste or extra dealer. clothes things like that no it was you know Spider-Man Batman Power Rangers and always dreading because we would come up we would do some story or some fight and it's like, oh man, I didn't bring the right figure. Then we'd have to re, you know, redesign the entire story. Yeah, which is a pain. Yes, very much so. Uh, and then uh, we get the uh, as as Jeff was saying earlier, the big introduction is Izawa, um, and as the homeroom teacher, he's going to be the mentor, the main mentor to these students. Uh, but I, I tell you, my first thought when I saw him crawl, like s- squirching up like an inchworm in that sleeping bag or whatever, um, I was like, is he going to be like part bug? Uh, my, my first thought was he looked like a Weedle from Pokemon. Um, <laughs> he does a little bit. Yeah. Or a Kakuna, the, the second stage of, uh, we, uh, that bug, that bug type Pokemon. Uh, and I was just like, that's so weird looking. And then he reveals himself and he kind of shows us his demeanor and uh, and he, he fits into the mold in a sense of um, the lazy, aloof, uh, mentor type uh, and, and to me, I was like, oh, it, here's the Kakashi of Naruto for My Hero Academia. And uh, it's one of those things where you kind of get that idea of how uh, the creator of My Hero Academia is is well known for loving anime and manga and all those things. And so he ties into that uh, throughout his work and references it and so having tropes like this would totally be right up this guy's alley and so having the mentor be a lot like um kakashi uh is completely normal and and then turning out that the lazy aloof guy is actually quite skilled and knows what he's doing that makes it even you know that's even better because like you know kakashi is you know, he comes off as a lazy goof um but as uh kakashi ends up you know sorry this is kind of a big spoiler for naruto he ends up becoming the sixth hokage uh he is that skilled of a ninja but that's a, another thing um uh but anywho and and something too that aizawa demonstrates uh, or he opens up to the or he helps build the world a little bit and he demonstrates that not all the heroes necessarily get along or see eye to eye on how things should be done. You know, he brings up, you know, like in all Might's inner doll inner monologue when he's observing Aizawa and their quirk assessment that he's putting them through Knows like, Oh my gosh, he's going to really go after Midoriya because, he's going to rec- he's going to see there's a little bit of a connection between me and him and he does not and Izawa does not like the heroes that are super showy like all might that are in the public uh because he you know he just feels like heroes are heroes that are showy or, or they're too involved in the media it just gets in the way of the job that they're supposed to do so it, you know it's one of the things that I like about Izawa is that he, he you know he's he's going to be a very practical hero, you know. He he's there to do the job, and he's going to do it. And just like, don't get in my way. Uh, and he's actually a very effective hero. And honestly, part of the reason why I think he's probably sleepy so much, and I don't think they ever really go in get into this, or not that I've not that they've shown in the sh- uh, TV series so far. I you might be able to speak to this more on the manga, Patrick, um, but. He might be so sleepy at school because he's one, he's at school as a, because these are pro heroes. Like they, they talk about this in the, in this particular episode, the teachers are professional heroes. So they may be teachers, but they are also still considered professional heroes. So he's probably out at night being a hero. And so then he has to come and teach. So he's exhausted. You know, it's like, imagine working two full-time jobs, yeah, and uh, so that's probably part of why he's tired. But you know, but it's mostly it has mostly to do with the trope. Um, the it's very common trope in in shonen uh, series that there's a uh, laid back kind of almost lazy mentor, and uh, so yeah, yeah. So this is yeah Aizawa, They get you get a little bit more feeling of Aizawa's... Aizawa's um uh, Hero style in the spin off manga uh, my hero academia vigilantes he uh he shows up throughout that series um, and you see how he works you actually in that series you get to see how he gets recruited by midnight uh, to be uh, a teacher at u a and uh, things like that and then uh Coming up later in the uh, manga, you also find out a little bit more about Aizawa's teaching style. Um, because in this episode, we also find out that uh, Aizawa is the uh, homeroom teacher that you least want to get. Uh, but later you actually find out what happens. Um in the manga, what happens to his students that he expels. Um, But we won't get into that right now. Um, It's actually, he's, uh, Aizawa is actually a phenomenal teacher, Uh, but I'll just leave it at that. Uh, And so for uh, uh, biblical themes, uh, we have two and both of them are based around teaching and uh, for me, I, I really, I'm focusing in on All Might uh, on this one because this, uh, in this episode, we really kind of get the first instance of how reckless All Might is when it comes to teaching and mentoring and, uh, and how he is very green and very new to this whole uh, teaching aspect, um, and we'll we'll see throughout the the series on how he, you know he recognizes that this is a this is hard for him. This is not something that has come naturally uh, to him, unlike hero work, which does come naturally to him. So uh, I, I looked up two scriptures that I felt really kind of. Um, uh, touch on what all Might is going through as a teacher that he touches on for the very first time in this episode uh, first is James chapter three, verse one. And it says, not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And the second is Luke chapter six, verse 40. And that says the student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Uh, And so these uh, are two verses about teaching that I think are important for each of us uh, to understand. Um, So teaching is an incredible responsibility. um, And I've enjoyed uh, the students that I have had, um, uh, the people that I have passed along uh, wisdom to, uh, and, but, you know, mostly I, I think of my kids and how I have taught them different things, especially about faith um, and becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, it's just this awesome responsibility to teach someone um, even basic skills that everyone should learn how to do. Um, and so this responsibility is important to to not go into lightly because we will be judged by our students. And if our students are floundering, not good, misbehaving, rude, you know, any any number of these things. um, uh, It, it, it comes back on us as teachers. We didn't do our job. Um, as teachers, and so uh, and so, this is the first time All Might really shows that he's struggling because the first few episodes, you know, All Might was just getting him ready, and you know, he actually showed he knew what he was doing because he got Midoriya ready in ten months to receive um, One For All, and uh, but he also showed his slight ineptitude because of the time crunch. He didn't happen to mention was like, oh, by the way, even though your body's ready, you're not really gonna be able to fully control this. So please really be careful because once you activate it, basically you're done. Um, and so he he knew that Midoriya would lose um, whatever he used all one for all with and didn't warn him. He was like, hey, it worked out fine anyways. And so that, that shows a lack of preparation as a teacher and foresight, because that's one of the things we have to think of as a teacher is like, okay, so if I teach them this, what are the responsibilities? Like it's, you know, teaching kids how to cook or um, use power tools and things like that. It was like, okay, I teach them how to do this. What is pos- What are the possible outcomes of this um, skill learned and what, what are the consequences and, and kind of figure that out. All might didn't do that. But the other thing that he recognizes as a teacher is that um, as a, as the teacher, the student will eventually become like the teacher. And so uh, the, the mentoring and the teaching and the, the caring that all might is showing into midoriya is helping shape and mold him uh into uh someone like him uh a, a great hero you know all might is the world's greatest hero he's the symbol of peace and midoriya is going to become the world's greatest hero um and that's because of his effort and in putting into this and his um teaching him and so um You know, I think of the teachers in my life who have shown me um, time and effort and shown that they cared about me as a student, how I uh, have taken on characteristics uh, as well, like theirs. Uh, So I think I thought of the cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. Uh, Monkey see, monkey do um, is an apt cliche for this because what any of us who teaches anyone that's how our students are going to act and behave and so if we show um determination discipline perseverance and show that to um, our students then they will take that on as well Um, and so that's why it's so important when you when you think of being a teacher that you really take the responsibility seriously. It's not like a fallback thing. It's, it's nothing like that. It has to be your passion. It has to be a drive to teach. Uh, the in, Along with the teaching, the the thing that really kind of stuck out to me, and this is, this is a very quiet moment, this is something that All Might kind of thinks uh, to himself about Midoriya and the idea of Midoriya actually being a better than him being better than all might. So the idea, you know, so to me, I I thought of John chapter 14, verse 12, uh, this Jesus speaking, it's like, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the father. And so when you look at this verse, this, the idea is like, you know, to me, Jesus, you know, Jesus is the greatest person that I've ever lived. He died for our sins. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He laid down his life so that we could be reunited with God in heaven. Um, and he does all, he's like, when you read the gospels, you look at everything that he did, everything, like the miracles that he's performed, the, his teachings. And he then looks at his students and says, you're going to do better better you're going to do greater things than I have done and so it's like I'm sure I'm sure the disciples when they when Jesus said this to them, he's like yeah right and then go ahead and read the Acts of the Apostles and you see where they actually have done they did more than Jesus did only in the grand scheme of things when you look at the fact that you know the teaching spread throughout the entire world ultimately spread throughout the entire world and so, the, so it's not just something that when you, when you are a teacher, when you're trying to teach somebody, you don't want them to create just a mini version of you. You want to teach, you want to teach them and help them and help them become better versions of you. You know, so that's something that I always try to stress with my, the kid uh, the kids in my campus ministry that I, I would work with over the years this is like I, I'll I, I'd be very open with my open with my shortcomings of things that I struggle with things how I mess up and some of the and uh, also very openly honest and telling them all the stupid stuff that I've done and And I would tell them, and it's like, I tell you, it's like, I tell you these things, not so that you do them, so that you don't do them so that you become better than me. You know? So it's, it's always to me, a true teacher. Your hope is that this, the people that are listening to you, the people that you're teaching people that you're looking, that are looking up to you, that they don't become just like you, they become better than you. And, and I, it's like, I'm not a parent myself, but I, I'm sure that's how you feel Patrick with your kids. It's like, I don't want you to be, I don't want you guys to be just like me. I want you to be better than me. Uh, Cause it's like, I know how it's like for me personally, it's like I know how many different things I've struggled with and uh, know things about me that I'm not, you know, I'm not particularly a big fan of, of myself and I work on these things and I try to get better. And it's like, but don't do these things just like I did because this is what's going to happen to you. And so that's something that I think is very important when it comes to our, our spiritual walk as well, is that it's like, you know, there's these great teachers out there and I pray that you have mentors out, out there that are helping guide you and uh, helping you along with your walk, but don't settle for just being like that person. Ultimately our goal is to be like Christ, but Christ's goal for us was to be better than he was. And so, It's that same thing with our walks in in every aspect of our life is that you shouldn't set your goal, shouldn't be somebody visible in front of you. Your goal should be to surpass them. You know, I'm a huge sports fan. And so I always think about, you know, it's like basketball in particular is my favorite sport. And I think about how Michael Jordan is considered the greatest basketball player of all time. And if I had the athletic ability to be a professional basketball player, it's like, I'm not going to shoot to be just like Mike It's like, all right, I want to see where Mike failed. And I want to, I want to succeed him. I want to, I want to surpass him. I want to be better than Michael Jordan. You know, it's not, you know, we shouldn't limit ourselves as to where what our accomplishments can be. We should strive to be better. And that's the, and that's what, all Might is trying to be with Midorias. Midoriya, Midori, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, you know, you, and we'll, and we'll see this as the series progress, it, it progresses is that, uh, you know, All my will show Midoriya, It's like, you don't, it's like, I, I know you're, there's a lot of what you're doing is, is mimicking me, but you've got to, you've got to use uh, one for all in a way that suits you best. And is, and is most effective for how you can use it. And so it's that same vein with our walk, is that we need to move in a direction that we are su- surpassing those that have come before us. Uh, if not, we're regressing. And All my even has this moment realization in this episode when Midoriya um, uses one for all in his finger and launches the baseball he was like how what did you get to be so cool and i'm just like man all mine is that is that dorky mentor and i love it um Mm -hmm. because that's that's what i would you know that's how i feel when my when my kids do these absolutely amazing things uh in our spiritual and uh, and really show that they're learning what it means to be a disciple of Christ. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, how did you get to be so cool? Ah, and it drives me bonkers um, it, with pride, you know, still bonkers. Um, uh, and so uh, anyway, so that's, you know, I completely agree with you on, on this. And um, you know, I, I really think about how, my children are, are going to be better than me. I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes about. All right. so, gonna, and so, so time for the time for the ratings of the episode. Uh, me personally, I give this one a solid, it, I feel really repetitive, you know, with some of my scores with the show piece. Again, I just, I love this show so much and one of the perks with the show is that there's very little filler there's not there's not like you know you know 20 episodes of filler that have nothing to do with the show that they're just made to fill time to to get a you know to to allow the manga to catch up or anything like this so it's it's all core story that the creator came up with um, so it's just it's, it's just good quality anime uh, so I want, I'm, I'm going to give this one a solid four, um, you know, and it it's like to, to seeing the quirk assessment and then seeing Midoriya rise to the occasion, you know, and it was just really great about this, this particular episode, um, you know, and it was, it, he's, and just how, how much he he thinks things through the idea that I'm not going to, I'm not going to just completely destroy my arm. I'm actually going to, f- I'm, I am I. can sacrifice an index finger. I, I can still work with, with one less finger. And so it's just, it shows his mental aptitude uh, as a hero. And, and again, it's, it's setting all the steps up as to why he's going to be the world's greatest hero. Yeah. Uh, and I, I am actually going to give, this episode, probably my highest rating so far, I'm going to give it a 4.5 because uh, from what I can remember, uh, you know, like I said, I just watched the episode again today. I don't remember Midoriya crying. So that's going to give it the extra bonus and I'm going to give it a 4.5. And also because it's really cool. It's, um, to see how superheroes are trained, how heroes are trained uh in this world and i love that kind of stuff um and uh and so this is just a really neat thing and we're getting into the to the meat of this uh show and everything so it's now it's very focused and i love that about this show while also still giving this you know just as you said earlier these little nuggets of how we're getting a uh, uh, flushing out of the the world because Aizawa doesn't like All Might or he doesn't like the way he operates and things like that. And um, so it's just really kind of uh, great to, uh, to see that. So I, I give this one a 4.5. Okay. All right. And uh, so we do have our first email question and it comes in from Leslie. All right, so here goes. This is uh, what she wrote. Hey guys, love the show. I have a non-My Hero Academia two-part question though. Uh, What are your overall anime characters, overall favorite anime characters, and what biblical qualities do you think they possess? I enjoy your comparisons from the made-up worlds of anime and even Harry Potter to the real world uh, the Bible pertains to. Uh, Thank you and look forward to hearing what you think. Okay. All right. So thank you, Leslie, for that email. And it is a great question in fact that, and it's great in the fact that it is challenging and is very hard to choose just one character. Uh, And I've actually spent probably way way more time on this question than I probably would, in all honesty, probably would have thought I would give uh, would have given. Um, But uh, for me, my favorite anime characters, and again, this is a tough call because there are so many very, so many great characters that are, uh, just have great, whether they're like great story arcs or they're just like really cool designs, they have a great background or they have great powers or and all that stuff. Like there's, there's so many different aspects that we can take this direction of my favorite character. Um but for me, I, I honestly think, and she's a little new to me, um, uh, is Urza Scarlet. Like, I genuinely love this character. Like, I think she is a, an amazing character. And and for those of you that don't know, uh, Urza Scarlet is one of the main characters from Fairy Tale. And um, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Did you turn me on to fairy tale? I thought I turned you on to fairy tale. I turned you on to fairy tale. I did. Okay. Well, thanks then. I appreciate it. Um but yeah, I just absolutely love her. I uh, think she's she, thinks she's phenomenal. Um she's got a great background like a great backstory for a character um that I won't get into cuz maybe we'll tackle fairy tale someday. Um but we would have to do a much more abbreviated version of Tackling in Fairy Tale compared to My Hero Academia because it's you know it's a lot. Um lot, well over three hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there's also a lot more filler. Yeah, Ooh, uh, filler. but anyway, she's a great character. Imagine. Love her to death. Um, but and her biblical qualities that I really enjoy about her uh, is. It's something that we kind of touched on in the last episode and the idea of laying your life down for your friends. Uh, Urza is one of the most powerful wizards um, in the series and she will defend her friends, the the people she now considers family from fairy tale to her very last breath and she will figure out a way to, to stop them. And she's not the she's not the main character from fairy tale where, and this is one of the things that will kind of annoy me sometimes with shown series is that the main character to ultimately win, you know, what they'll do is they'll just figure out a way to just really super power up and, you know, blow you away. Urza actually channels and uses, um, strategy and, uh, figures out how she's going to beat you. Um, but her 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 self-sacrifice her willing to um to lead and uh protect her friends lay her life down for her friends her is just a very admirable quality uh that i i I, that i love about her and uh, look forward to getting to know urza as a character better as as I progress through Fairy Tale, but I just I have just absolutely uh, love her character. Uh, yeah, so this is a great question, and I struggled just as much as you did, Jeff, and trying to pick my person uh, who my who is my favorite character and o- overall of anime. Um, I can list off a bunch of different characters and oddly enough they all have very similar qualities as we shared in the be- the very beginning the very first episode of the show we talked about how i love antagonists who turn uh to heroes and and things like that and so um i guess for me it really goes back to um uh the first character who really showed me how much I like that kind of trope in anime. Uh, and so, so my my overall favorite character in anime is Vegeta um, uh, because uh, he's the one who showed us that, and at least showed me in anime that a villain can become a hero, an ally, uh, a brother in arms, uh, you know, as throughout Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super, uh, you know, Vegeta could be counted on. You know, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, Vegeta's going to help. Vegeta will help defend us. Vegeta will um, fight the bad guys, those kind of things. And so, you know, and and one of the things that I, I like about it is that Vegeta's turn from... Antagonist to pro protagonist is very gradual. It, it's not instantaneous uh, And so for for me when he becomes a member a, a Z fighter he becomes a you know a defender of earth he uh, it, it's earned and it's fleshed out enough that it really makes sense and um and very Uh, enjoyable in my opinion Uh, and just to see that continuous growth uh, in him and so when uh, Vegeta turns his goes back to being a villain in Dragon Ball Z and and becomes Majin Vegeta I mean that just heart-wrenching and you're like oh no all of this time all of this Effort into becoming a good guy, he throws it all away, and then he, and then when he blows himself up to kill Majin Buu, and it is just, oh gosh, that episode's so powerful. Um, uh, You know, I'm getting a little misty eyed just thinking about it. Um, (laughs) uh, So anyway, he's got a very yeah. Yeah, Vegeta has a very Paul. Paul, uh, Pauline live uh, character to him in that you know you think of the Apostle Paul, he was he literally was killing Christians like that like that's what the the Pharisees sent him to do like that's what he did he would go he would capture Christians and he would kill them and then all of a sudden he's now considered an apostle and he. So there's a lot of trepidation when, you know, you can see it in scripture that there's a lot of unease about accepting Paul into their ranks, but eventually they did. And he's considered one of the greatest apostles. Um, To be honest, you know, that's what I was thinking, you know, of my biblical qualities is that he is very much like Paul and uh, you know, we wouldn't have the Christian church that we have today without Paul's work. Uh, The other apostles, although some of them spread out um, throughout the, the known world at the time, it was Paul's work that really allowed for the the church to grow as it is. Uh, You know, and, and I'm not trying to discount what, what Jesus did and still does to this day. Uh, I'm just kind of looking at this from a logistical standpoint uh, because Jesus never really left Israel, uh, Samaria, those areas. Like he never really left that area where the disciples spread out, which is what he told us to do. And, and we, as his, as Jesus' disciples are supposed to be doing the same thing. Um, And so that's what, you know, but, Paul and Paul did that. Paul went to the Gentiles. Paul went outside of people who are Jewish um, to to show them the gospel and planted churches that planted churches and planted churches and and just grew and and so and Vegeta is that same way, where you know he was the antagonist to the Z Fighters, and even when he was. Uh, the planet Namek saga uh, fighting against Frieza. He wasn't exactly helping the Z fighters. Uh, he was only kind of staying out of their way. Um, but that's a, that's a whole other thing. Um, but anyway, so that's, so that's what, that's why Vegeta is my favorite um, character in anime. And, and there's so many others that, that, Almost could have made it like, uh, you know, Spike from Cowboy Bebop. I love him. Um, uh, Troa Barton from Gundam Wing. Um, Oh, gosh, so many. Gajiel, Neji. uh, Just so many. All Might. All Might's on my list. Um, I love All Might. And he's not my favorite in my academia. and we'll get to my my our, our favorite characters. Um, probably in the next couple episodes, we'll finally get to them. Um, so, all right, well, well, thank you, Leslie, for your email and a great question. Uh, so if anyone else out there listening has any questions and wants to get in on the show uh, in that way, um, and if they have questions about this episode or any other kind of discussion, you could ask a question like this, you know, uh, non-My Hero Academia question, you know, Leslie asked us a great question. Who was our favorite anime characters? Um, uh, and so we'll um, answer your questions. It can be anything from anime, comics, or Bible, spiritual matters, anything like that. Uh, so feel free to email us at frickityfracktalkback.com. At gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at fricketyf. Um, so I hope you guys have a, a great day and know that you are the sons and daughters of God and are so loved.